Did you know that over 60,000 new tracks are uploaded to Spotify every single day? That's a new track every 1.4 seconds, and that's just on one platform. With so much music now available, it's more important than ever to stand out from the crowd. So it's not surprising that more artists are starting to use less conventional sonic textures in their music, like field recordings. Perhaps you've always wanted to infuse the sounds of nature or your favourite city into your own tracks, but not having the right gear or knowledge might have held you back. Well, if that's the case, you're going to love the brand new guide I just created, teaching you how to start field recording with just a smartphone. And it's all yours for free at femalediymusician.com forward slash learn with Isabel. Yep, you really do just need a humble smartphone and some minimal extra gear that doesn't have to break the bank to get started with field recording. And I've laid it all out in this handy five-point checklist. So download it for free at femalediymusician.com forward slash learn with Isabel and elevate your music to the next level. If I choose to work with someone, I want them, you know, to at least appreciate my art rather than, you know, just like, oh, you paid for like three hours. So and this is what you get in three hours. And other uh, producers were just in it for the wrongest reasons, you know, like trying to hook up with you or something like that. Um, And I've had that experience. And I think that because it's such a male led industry and, you know, there are so many more male producers than female producers out there. I think it's so easy for women to feel to feel vulnerable. And when they choose to work with a producer, um, it's a real downer. You know, if they're only in it for the money or in it for those wrong reasons, then it kind of makes you feel like you have no choice um, as a woman if you don't know how to record yourself and if you don't know what the next steps are for you. Hello and welcome to Girls Twiddling Knobs. My name's Isabel, and over the last decade, my self-produced and self-released music has amassed over 25 million Spotify streams. I also have a PhD in sonic arts, but I wasn't always this confident with music tech. In fact, I still hear those self-doubt gremlins in my head from time to time. I started this podcast to help more female-identifying musicians start recording and producing their music and learn from other women making music with technology. If that's your cup of tea, then you're in the right place, my friend. Let's dive in. Welcome to part three of our Music Tech Gremlin three-part special. And today I'm joined by Mayfair Lady. I can't wait for you to hear my chat with the very talented and lovely Grace. But before we dive in... I want to just flag that my signature online course, Home Recording Academy, is open for enrolment and I am ridiculously excited. I only open the doors twice a year. It's pretty special, you see. And as this episode goes live, doors are now open. If you're ready to take your music seriously in 2021 and learn recording and production skills that will serve you for years to come, I would love to welcome you into this very special program. Just go to femalediymusician.com forward slash HRA. That's femalediymusician.com forward slash HRA to find out more and enroll. And I'm delighted to introduce you to my third Home Recording Academy alumni, the wonderful Mayfair Lady, otherwise known as Grace. Inside the final part of our Inner Music Tech Gremlins 
three-part special, Grace shares an honest and vulnerable account of her experiences recording her music before learning to record herself. Asking for favours and trusting male producers who didn't always have the most honest of intentions motivated Grace to push through her fears and learn to record and produce her own music. Home Recording Academy was a crucial part of this and, in particular, the fact that it is a totally female-focused space. And now, Grace has some very exciting plans for her music moving forward, but I'll let her tell you more. Thank you, Isabel, for having me. It's my pleasure to be here. Um, so my name is Grace and in art, my name is Mayfair Lady. And um, one year ago, I was a um, songwriting student in a master's course where I met um, Isabel. And um, I came across her course, um, Home Recording Academy, uh, a couple of months later online, which uh, I joined. And I'm so happy that I did that because um, it kind of led me to where I am now. So one year ago, I had no music out um, and I was... Um, gigging but not not getting um very far let's say and um now one year later it's been over a month that i released my first single and i've had a couple of thousand streams already from it um and um i am planning on releasing so many more singles and music videos and just art in general this year uh, which i'm so excited to do and i know that i wouldn't be in this position if i hadn't really come across the course and the community and um, just a lot of things that happened and in, in the right direction for me. Um, and so I'm really excited to be here and share my experience with you all. Great. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Um, maybe you could just kind of tell us what's your music like, Grace? How would you describe the music that you make? So I think my music is very um, honest it's all, um, I try and write from my heart. So I write for my life um, experiences. And um, my style is kind of um, pop, but alternative. Um, I'm influenced very much by artists like Lana Del Rey, um, LP, and also Isabel Anderson. I love her music. <laughs> um, Thank and, you. Um, I, I swear I didn't pay her to say that, everyone. <laughs> no, no, I, I love your music. Um, I really do. Thank you, Grace. And um, I, I'm working on a series of projects right now. I kind of want to launch my my songs for my my own artist project, but I also want to write a musical um, slash one woman show uh, for the future because I'm a big fan of musical theater. Um, I have so many things in my mind, just like too little time at the moment, but <laughs> it's okay. Like, um, uh, life is, uh, long. Um, some people say life is short, but I, I like to say life is long. I think that there, there will be time for me, um, to, to do all of these things, which is good. Yeah. Wonderful. Okay, great. Um, so maybe you could take us back to, um, you know, thinking about before you were starting to record yourself and learn more about production, um, how how did you used to feel being around music technology and going into studios and things like that? Oh, um, not going to lie. I felt like super scared and um, I was very held back by those fears and, and insecurities, I think, because I never really seen myself as a as a tech girl, nor did I think that um, 
uh, I should even begin try and understanding how a DAW works just because I've never been good, like not even, you know, with laptops or computers or things like that. Um, so I kind of, in my, in my experience, I kind of let time pass like in the past and I just, um, sure. I recorded myself on my phone, um, you know, sent my, sent my recordings around to friends and who wanted to hear my recordings, but I never went past that just because I was like, oh, I can't, I can't do that on my own. Um, and, um, of course I also like similarly to your experience, um, Isabel, I also had in my mind, like, oh, it's okay. Like I'll just gig. And then if I'm good enough, like a record label will scout me and then they can sort out my recordings. But then time is just passing. And by this point, it was like, let's say four years have passed and, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, none of my songs are recorded. Like I've written like a hundred songs now or something like that. None of them are recorded. And my ultimate goal is to share my music with the world. How am I supposed to do that if I don't even have like a rough demo of my songs? Um, yeah, it's kind of scary, isn't it? When you realize that and you're like, I've, I've written all these songs and some of them really mean a lot to me. But if I, you know, if I don't sing them, they kind of don't exist. Yeah. Because they're not recorded, you know. Um, and that was a big fear for me. Like when I think back to before any of my stuff was recorded and I, I'd learn all the stuff that I've learned now. Um, that did used to kind of slightly keep me up at night was this feeling of, well, you know, I, I don't want these songs to just d disappear and just be invisible, essentially. No, I, I totally get that. And I, so, and I so relate to that because, um, because me too, I, I have, uh, I had that fear. I still have it because I still have to record so many songs, but you know, I think, you know, we are in this world and we have this life for a purpose. And when I think, okay, my purpose, like I, I write these songs and I want to share them with the world. I want, I want the world to have my art. So even if I go, and I, I hope that is like a long, long time away from, from today, but I don't, I don't want to leave without leaving my legacy, my musical legacy, if you know what I mean. It doesn't mean that I like that I want to be super famous or super rich or the, that kind of thing. It just means that for me, I need to know that in this life, I've put my art out there. Like that was, I, I was here to do that. And I did that. Um, yeah. 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 So I, I, I totally relate to that. And I think it's, yeah, it's something that, like I say, probably almost, it, no, or not almost, it did keep me up at night. Um, so yeah, it's, it's interesting to hear how similar that, that feeling was for you. Yeah. Go, going back to the point that kind of, um, yeah, kept me up at night and made me, it made me feel very insecure and scared. Um, and also I kind of felt like I was failing before even starting, you know, as a musician, like I, I felt like I was not. I, I couldn't be a professional enough singer songwriter just because um, I wasn't doing this. And I, and no matter, no matter what I tried, I felt like I couldn't do it because, you know, then you come across, you know, other music producers and you pay money to record, but it doesn't always go the right way. You might be lucky and find the first one and be like, Oh, great. You know, like, I love it, but you might go through different ones kind of like boyfriends, you know, and then, <laughs> um, or girlfriends. And then it, um, 
you just realize it's not working. Uh, so it kind of made me feel, yeah, bad for a long time. So Grace, um, I I believe that you did actually have that experience, didn't you? You went into the studio with um, at least one producer before, um, if not more. Yeah, I, I had like, I went through probably five different producers before, um, before, well, in the past. And um, it wasn't, it wasn't a good experience because um, not, not all of them were, were so bad. Like, I'm not going to say that. It's just that some of it are obviously in it for the money and just the money. So, um, you know, they, they probably won't do the best ever job they would do because they, they're not in, invested in it and it's okay. Like, you know, not everyone is going to love, love, love my music, but if I choose to work with someone, I want, I want them, you know, to at least appreciate my art rather than, you know, just like, Oh, you paid for like three hours. So, and this is what you get in three hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and other, uh, producers were just in it for, from, for the wrong, for the wrongest reasons, you know, like trying to, hook up with you or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. and, I've, and I've had that experience. And I think that um, because it's such a male led industry and like, you know, there are so many more male producers than female producers out there. I think it's so easy for women to feel to feel vulnerable. vulnerable. And when they choose to work with a producer, um, it's a real downer, you know, if they're only in it for the money or in it for those wrong reasons, then it kind of makes you feel like you have no choice um, as a woman. If you don't know how to record um, yourself and or if you don't know, you know, what the next next steps are for you. So I definitely, yeah. uh, you know, definitely relate to that. That was me in the past for sure. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm sure lots of people listening can relate to that and have their own stories too. Um, so Grace, what what felt different then when you came across Home Recording Academy? If you'd had those experiences and you'd never felt confident, what made you what made you take a t- chance on yourself? I think that stumbling across the the Home Recording Academy community for me was a real turning point. Like I'd I'd say like the real turning point um, because the thing is, once I joined the Home Recording Academy. Um, I really started to give myself that chance. I saw that I was not the only woman that like out there that doesn't really um, know anything about music production or feels so insecure about recording, about even starting. Um, I saw that like so many others were feeling the same way that I did um, and insecure about sharing their demos, insecure about starting to, to record. Um, and that really made me feel like I was not alone in experiencing this and also experiencing what I had experienced before, like yeah. all of those fears and the things that we just, you know, discussed and the bad experiences with producers. So I don't know. I think I am um, coming across the community suddenly made me feel all excited uh, again about um just opening up the door and starting to play with it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I kind of started putting, uh, blocking time away for me to to do that every um, every other day or, or so according mm-hmm. to, you know, to work schedule and things like that. Because normally I'd put it off. Like before yeah. I'd be like, I, I have, you know, I had like logic and some stuff, but I'd be like, no, I don't know how to use it. So whatever, I'll just mm-hmm. leave it there. 
And then once I joined Home Recording Academy, like I was actually excited every day to, you know, okay, this day I'm going to try this. I'm going to try yeah. this the other day. And it kind of st- opened up this whole uh, process for me of, of just learning as I, as I go along. And yeah. because I started sharing a few of the demos that I made uh, with the community, of, because I felt like I could share with, in Home Recording Academy. Like outside of that, I, 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 I normally wouldn't. But because I am, yeah. yeah, because there was no, you know, no judgment um, mm-hmm. and just, um, I guess, complete honesty and understanding uh, amongst the community of Home Recording Academy, I felt like I could share. And, and that and just gave in me case anyone, I'm just thinking in case anyone's listening and they don't know, um the course community it's it's just women isn't it it's just female identifying women um female identifying musicians so how did that change the how comfortable you felt how confident you felt grace experimenting and then sharing the thing yeah the thing is i have done i had joined some production course before um but i didn't really feel like Sure, like I maybe learned some skills, but I didn't really feel like um, I was. It was getting me far, just because I I wasn't tackling the, the the issues that I had at the start, and those were my confidence issues and my tech uh, gremlins, as you call them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think because the community of female identifying musicians were all so similar to me. Um, of course, maybe some at a slightly higher level of uh, music production skills and some even not even knowing, you know, where, where to start. Yeah. I think that's what what made me uh, feel confident enough that I could share because mm-hmm. um, because everyone's just really honest and open about their fears and their insecurities and and, you know, even open to sharing their own their own things as well. Um, so that's that's what made me feel like I could share without um, without being judged or criticized like that. Yeah, yeah. And um, and just thinking about you know learning in that female environment, what was it like learning from me, a woman? Because I'm guessing that the other courses you took were probably taught by men. Yeah, the th- yeah, definitely a big shift there because the other courses were taught by men and um, I found myself like I was the only girl with another girl doing the course there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the other girl was um, a bit, uh, a little bit older than I was and um, she seemed to, you know, already know pretty much everything. So <laughs> I couldn't, um, she was, she was lovely, but I didn't, I, I didn't feel exactly confident enough to turn to her and be like, Hey, can you help me out? Cause I don't, I don't know where to start here. I just th- think that, um, you know, women understand each other and it's like for me it's um I've made so many friends from from the community uh of HRA which is so great um I think they're the lovely thing about the community is that we actually ask each other questions on there um and when one is stuck we help each other out yeah even if it's just you know like oh I'm not sure you know, I'm not sure how to answer your question, but maybe this might help you. And, you know, sending each other links 
from the yeah. stuff that we found. Um, I just think that it's it's very much like a such a friendly um, and uh, supporting community, which makes the whole course really what 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 it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. Definitely. Um, so, Grace, where, what's the difference now then? I mean, what do you feel confident being able to do? What have you done since going through the course that's different? Um, I know that you've released a track um, and you are in the process of releasing more. Um, is that stuff that you've recorded? Is that stuff that you demoed up and then took into a studio? What was the process with that? Yeah. Um, so the track that I recently released is based on a demo that I made um, a couple of months ago after you know going through the whole Home Recording Academy thing. And then um, I shared it with one of my good friends and a really good um, producer. Um, and together we worked on the track. So we made it a lot better because um, I actually brought it into the studio where he works and we recorded some real instruments, real drums, like um definitely that that track is um is not really uh self-made let's say because it's just bigger bigger than that but the the nice thing about my my process now is that i'm i'm able to to i'm good enough at let's say self-recording and producing to be able to prepare a demo of what I want my song to sound like and what kind of things I want, and then share it with my friend and say, okay, like let's let's work on this and let's make it better. And I can record vocals by myself and then you know just use better microphones because my friend has better microphones. Um, but it's so great that I I this whole home recording academy uh, experience for me it kind of opened up these possibilities of collaborating. Um, and it's so great, you know, in these times when we're all at home and we can't we can't go anywhere. Uh, it's the best time for uh, for any any anyone to really learn and try and get demos done on their own. Because mm-hmm. if you're going to choose to collaborate, it's going to be so easy to then send, you know, send a MIDI or send your recording to someone else and then they can work on it and send it back to you and you can work on it. It's just, um, it's really great. If you can't do that, then you know you're missing out on the, um, on the working remotely opportunity. I think for music. Yeah. And yeah, and I mean, yeah. No, I can just imagine that. You know, it's it's so much more. Well, I don't have to imagine. I know it's so much more liberating being able to actually flesh out a demo, even if it's just a demo. Just being able to flesh that out and then send that to somebody else, yeah. and say, "This is what I'm imagining in my head." Yeah. rather than just having like a, a phone recording of your voice and a piano and then saying, yeah, but I'm thinking of maybe having some synths and maybe some strings and maybe a, a beat here. And mm-hmm. if you can start putting that together, then you, you have so much more to work on. And then that means that you're so much more involved in the process Absolutely. of making the music rather than that that vulnerable feeling that you're describing of just handing it over to somebody and hoping that they do it justice. And um, and I think that's one of the most scary things musically. But then also, like you're saying, on a personal level as a woman, that if somebody you don't feel comfortable with someone, you feel co- more confident to say, OK, do you know what? We're not a good fit. Yeah. And I don't need you so much that I'm going to put up with, you know, to be frank, bullshit 
behavior basically <laughs> potentially or even just laziness you know no you're absolutely right on that point uh Isabel and like I think that for me like the, the biggest change is that um when let's say in the past um I like I said before I had those experiences with those producers but I I didn't really um I didn't really feel like I had the right to say my opinion or to share my ideas because um, in my head, I just thought, well, they know better than me. I know nothing about this. So, I mean, I should just shut up. And, you know, I really felt like that so many times. And the difference now, and now I think like this is the, the huge turning point and the huge win for me is that I now choose who to work with. Um, and, and I do it on my, on my own terms, um, because I've just like, I'm, it just started, uh, the whole taking myself seriously, like my, my music, you know, deserves, um, respect and, and seriousness. So I, I want to only work with, with people who appreciate it as much as I do. Um, so going back to doing your your own demos if you're able to do that and then share it i think you're i think if you are going to collaborate with let's say um you know a more experienced producer or something like that by by doing your own demos and sharing your own ideas i think you're you're more likely to find the the right one that's going to resonate with it and that's going to appreciate for appreciate your song for the art and not not necessarily be in it for for the wrong reasons. I think it's going to lead you to finding the right fit. If you're already sharing your ideas, if you already uh, show that you're serious um, and um, and you know you you know you stand your 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 point on your ground on on how you want your music to sound like, I th I think that's like a huge win. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I definitely think people can people can tell if you respect yourself on your music and they tell they can tell if you don't. And I think, you know, having the the confidence to even put a demo together shows that you're serious about what you're doing and yeah. you're not just going to hand it over to somebody else. You you respect your work and you respect your process and you respect yourself. So now, you know, you have released a track and it's had a few thousand streams on Spotify. Yeah. Um, is, is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I wasn't expecting it, but, um, but of course I did my, my marketing work. Um, and, um, you, you know, via your lives, you've, you always give us like so many tips on how to promote and who to reach out to. And um, and thanks to some things, you know, that I've written down from one of your lives a couple of weeks ago, I did reach out to a lot of people like I really did my work there. And I think right. that it's paying off because, um, right. because the track got radio play and um, and, um, you know, some people have been adding it to their own playlist on Spotify. And that and that has is what has been generating the streams. That's um, wonderful. So you definitely like it definitely need to to do a whole lot of marketing work and all that kind of stuff um, for the for the song to be, um, you know, I guess to 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 get more streams than it normally yeah. otherwise. But just just the fact that it's out there um, and that like I did 
you know, I did what I wanted to do. Like I, I said to myself, I need to release a song. I need to release my a song. And I yeah. did that. It's already, you know, like, oh, phew, that's how this happened. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Now we have 99 to go. Let's do yeah. it. <laughs> no, it's it's seriously like it's uh, it's it's good because I know that it's it started the the process. Um, yeah. Even of of releasing because that that was a scary thing as well. Like oh, like choose your distributor, uh, choose this, choose that, uh, and it was kind of like oh my gosh, where do I start? But it's um, of course I, I'm learning as I as I go along. And yeah. I, I still like, like everyone, I still am insecure many times. And I still, um, you know, sometimes I, I, I still have the, um, the tech gremlins and mm-hmm. which annoy me many times when I'm mm-hmm. trying to do something, uh, on, on my doll or something like that. But, um, the thing is I'm, I know I'm on a journey now. And I'm I'm not gonna go back to the starting point where I was just in a in a place in my head where I, I felt of self of uh, self doubt and um, feeling like like I couldn't do it. Like now I know that I'm that I'm learning and I'm learning as I go along. And I personally I have chosen to collaborate now um, because uh, I'm gaining a lot from the process and by uh, just by working even remotely, but by working uh, with some friends who know more than me, I am, um, it's it's helping me learn uh, a lot faster as well, I think. Um, but that's not to say that um, that I can't do things on my own or that we can't do things on our own. We definitely can. Um, I just think that, um, you know, uh, collaborating is is really good for me right now it's just for me at the moment it's it's the right way I think in the long run I am going to um, look back and think that this hard work that right that I'm doing now pays off and uh, you sir you Isabel you're certainly an example of that because uh, sure it it took you maybe a few years to to really get the that recognition from your streams and your listeners and your fan base but you are, you know, completely um, DIY, and I, I really respect that. And it's probably, I don't know, in the long run, I think it's probably for the best not to sell out to a record label, but doing doing it yourself. Um, although it, it comes, of course, with the hardships and a lot of hard work and things like that. But yeah. Yeah, I know. No, and thank you, Grace. Um, you know, I'm glad that my story has been inspiring in some way or helpful for you. And I think that, um, you know, you make a good point that in today's music industry, it's not like it was before. And I would even add it's it's totally unpredictable and there is no textbook way to go about things now. Um, well, Grace, it's, it's been so wonderful to chat with you. And I know that people listening to this who are maybe in that place where you were, you know, about a year ago from here, um, will have found it really helpful to to hear about your journey. Um, what advice would you give to somebody if they were sat listening to you and thinking, oh, my God, I can so relate and I want to be where Grace is now? I'd say um, give yourself a chance, like 
we've all, I mean, I think uh, I'm going to say we've all been there, but because I'm talking from the perspective of the Home Recording Academy <laughs> community, <laughs> I, I think, yeah, I've, I've definitely been there and um, Isabel's been there too. So many other women have been there, but if you, you know, if you don't throw the ball, you don't know where it's going to go. <laughs> so you kind of have to, you have to start, um, even if it's the simplest the simplest um, recording, piano, vocal, guitar, vocal, um, whatever it is, it's going to surprise you once you actually do it. And then you're going to feel like it's not so bad. I can try a little bit more. And then eventually you can put more and more time into it um, and block your time away to practice. And the more you practice, the, the better you're going to become at it. And it's going to be a huge confidence booster. Then, you know, before you even know it, you'll you'll be sharing the recording. Be like, hey, look, look what I did to your family, your friends at first, maybe even strangers on, on the Internet. Um, after I actually like want to add in that after starting to share with uh, the Home Recording Academy community, I actually started to sharing some of my stuff in um, in other Facebook forums like uh uh, London music producers and uh, uh, just different artists, various artists um, pages on Facebook. And um, some people, you know, of course, some people just um, disregarded my post, but others actually took the time to listen and send me feedback. Um, and I've got a couple of people asking me to collaborate, you know, remotely now. Um, right. Which is so it's just like it's definitely it opens up new opportunities uh, recording yourself and um, recording yourself first and foremost, but um, sharing your music definitely opens up new new possibilities because you're um, you're basically reaching people that wouldn't wouldn't hear it uh, unless you shared it with them. Um, and you know, great things might come from it. So definitely. that's great. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I love that, Grace. And um. And and also you just reminded me, I remember you you were saying um that you played it to your mum. You played one of your tracks to your mum, didn't you? And you didn't tell her that you had recorded and produced the track. Yeah. Can you just describe what she said? Yeah, yeah. It was um it was in the summer and we were just in the car and I played the track. Um and then mom was like, Oh, this is nice. What a nice beat, you know, like I like it, I like it. Very nice, very nice. And then like um I, I stopped the track and I was like, Mom, like um, you know, I I did the track, like I I recorded it and I I produced it and she was like, what did you actually like? It's so good. Um, and she was so proud of me. And now mm -hmm. she's like, I mean, my my demos are getting like, I think, increasingly better and better. Yeah. Um, and uh, like the track that I recently released, my, you know, my mom was like, oh, I can't can't believe it is so good. Um, so it's just like, it's just really, really good. Um, I think even for for my my closest uh my family and my closest friends because they see that um I'm fully invested in it and and they're happy for me because they see that I'm I'm really happy doing what I'm doing right now mm. yeah yeah no I, I love that story of your mom because it's yeah it's so good just kind of not telling her at all and I can I can totally imagine like someone's parent being like, oh, this is a good song. And then you're like, yeah, I did that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Oh, wonderful. Well, um, thank you so much, Grace. Um, yeah, it's just been wonderful to have you on the podcast. Oh, thank you so much. My pleasure. I'm a, I'm a big fan of, uh, of everything you do, Isabel. You know that. One of the things I loved about chatting with Grace is hearing how she's still collaborating with a producer, but now feels like she has a voice and is playing an integral part in crafting her own sound. She illustrates so well that it's really not a case of doing everything yourself, but rather having the skills and experience to know how and when to collaborate with other people in a way that actually feels empowering. Like Grace, you need to take your music seriously and choose to work with other people who do the same. And now, finally, Grace has released recordings she is truly proud of and other people are picking them up, even in these crazy times we find ourselves in at the moment. You can find out more about Grace and listen to her music at mayfairladyofficial.com. That's mayfairladyofficial.com. The link is in the show notes. And if you'd like to feel as confident recording and sharing your music as Grace and all the other women I've interviewed for this Music Tech Gremlin special do, get your ass inside of Home Recording Academy. Doors are open as this episode goes live, but they will close on February the 12th and won't open again for another six months. Like Grace says, give yourself a chance and go to femalediymusician.com forward slash HRA. That's femalediymusician.com forward slash HRA to find out more and grab your spot on this very special course. Now, in next week's episode, we're going to be exploring something very important, and that's planning out your recording projects. It's easy to get pretty disorganised when it comes to making an EP, album or something else, but I'm going to be breaking down the different considerations you'll want to make before you start and how to keep track of what's going on as you go along. OK, that's it for now, but till then, I'll catch you in the next episode. So, how do you like that episode, dear listener? If you loved it, and you know someone else who would love it too, be a good friend and share it with them. Go on, spread the girls' twiddling knobs love.